You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hey, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. And welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast, episode 16. Today, I am so excited because Danielle and I are going to be talking to you guys all about our reflections of 2017. And we're going to be talking about some of the awesome plans we have for 2018, some of which is going to be including our listeners. Jamie, we have been through so much. And I think it's overwhelmingly been an amazing year, but there's been so much going on. One of the things that we talked about recently in the HQ is what people's words of the year were. Do you do a word of the year? I do. I do. This is my, I want to say it's my second year doing it. Um, I was a little late to the train. Late to the train? Is that is that a saying? Go with it. <laughs> I, like, I got it. I thought to myself, I've never heard that particular word, but it made I, I'm thinking about the fact that I have to go into New York later and take the train. <laughs> I was late to the party. Let's go with that. that I was a little late to the party on it. But yeah, I did it. And I loved it. It was very cool. I even had my very good friend, Lisa Lehman, who makes beautiful jewelry, make me a bracelet with the word on it as a reminder that I wear every single day. I had a word of the year in 2016 that I decided was the word of my life. And I got I got one of her word of the year necklaces that has it on it. So I remember I that. that. Those days. Mm-hmm. So tell me, what was your word? My word for 2017 was truth. What did it mean for you? So for me, it meant speaking my truth and not worrying so much about what everyone else thought, not in a way that it would you know, hurt anybody's feelings or make anybody feel upset, but it was more focused on me saying how I feel about things, whether it was personally or professionally. Part of that came into me learning to say no more, being less of a pleaser of other people and more focused on what I needed to do to make myself happy, which would then in turn make, I think, everyone else around me happy. Do you feel that having a word was, do you feel like it helped guide you? Did it, is it something that you would think about and remember, no, this is the promise that I made for myself and I'm going to do it? It really did. I loved it. I loved wearing the bracelet. I loved thinking about it. Uh, I brought myself back to it many, many times because my instinct is 
always to say yes. And so figuring out when saying no is appropriate or saying how I feel about something, it made all the difference. That's awesome. What was your word? My word was complete. And I tend to be someone who overcomplicates my word of the year. And I try to find things that have multiple meanings. So for me, complete, as you have the pleasure of knowing in a very firsthand way, I'm an idea person. I can come up with 50 different ideas in a day and want to execute every single one of them. My goal was to make sure that I was concentrating on the right things, but most importantly, that I wasn't starting and stopping and starting and stopping because I get very easily distracted with a little bit of the shiny object syndrome. So I wanted to be sure that I was completing the things that I started and completing the right things. But then in a dual meaning way, I also wanted to keep in mind that I am complete as a person, that I don't have to feel bad about myself because I don't happen to be doing my seven figure launch or whatever the case might be. And I think that that's something that we see a lot of in our online world. And it was just a reminder for myself that if I started feeling that imposter syndrome, which I will be the first to admit, I am very prone to when I get stressed, then it was just a reminder for me that I am complete. I am good the way I am. And honestly, part of it was to accept a little bit of my neuroses, if that's, you know, a way to say it, just to kind of talk about this is who I am. And I am a girl who, when I'm stressed, will reorganize the pantry five times. So that's just part of me and it's okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was, it was a good reminder throughout the year, just like you said about truth. I, I love you for that. Aww. But I, I, I also experienced squirrel syndrome as well. So as I like to call it. So. And it can be tricky, especially for us because we're so new in our business that I think it's really, it's very hard not to let yourself give in to those distractions. And that what I think we've mentioned it on the podcast before, I'm very good at productive procrastination where it's like I'm doing things, but I'm really not. I'm not working on the things that are going to advance the business. And I, it's been very interesting to kind of catch yourself in that and saying, no, you're going to do the thing you said you're going to do. Do the thing, finish the thing. Stop it. And if you do the thing and you finish it, do whatever you want. Finish a book, read, a, do whatever you need to do, have a reward, but stop it and do the thing. I think our words for, as you're talking, I'm thinking, and I feel like our words for both of us is our version of mindfulness yes. <laughs> of yes. who we are. Because we joke about this a lot, but you and I have complement each other so beautifully. And I think mm -hmm. we work together so well because we bring different strengths to our business and that works out beautifully. But you're also seeing the flip side <laughs> of <laughs> those strengths. And I feel like these words we use this year without maybe even realizing it sort of made us more mindful of some of the weak that come with some of those strengths because there's always two sides. Exactly. Um, it's so true. And I don't think that it's necessarily about using a word to try to change yourself. It's to be aware of the things that are important. It really is to me, it's about setting that intention of what is going to drive me during a particular time. Yeah, no, I totally agree. There's at this point in my life, there's, there's no change happening. <laughs> I think it's more acceptance. Uh, and figuring out the way to best leverage my strengths, both personally and professionally and same. And so there's some yeah. things I'm awesome at, other things not as much. And I'm 
I'm honest about it. And so I think truth for me helped me be honest about all of that. And it was great. I, I love doing it. And I'm excited for 2018. I feel like we just had a tender Hallmark moment. We did. I love you, Aww. Danielle. I love you too. Oh, <laughs> now I'm going to send you like a fun sticker or something. That's <laughs> one of the ways I express my love. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little bit about 2018. We thought a really fun way for us to talk about not only what we have planned, but some of the challenges I think that every business owner faces is to talk a little bit about our words for 2018. So we're going to share our company word because we decided this year we need a company word, not just something that's going to guide us personally, but then also tell you a little bit about our personal words for next year, which will give you a little bit more insight into us if you haven't figured us out completely yet. (laughs) And it will give us a great way to tie in some things that we're working on. So our company word which I am incredibly excited about and would actually <laughs> like to to spray paint on my wall so I look at it <laughs> to remind me is outsource. It's, it's going to be word. amazing. We are in the process of our first really big outsource step right now. And that's, and that's really for hashtag legal. And that is hiring an online business manager. We're doing interviews this week and we are so excited. Oh my. I, <laughs> we, one of the, the challenges that we faced over the last two years, I'd say, as we were growing the businesses has been the growth. And it's one of those double-edged swords again. We're incredibly grateful. And the reception that we've got through both hashtag legal and businesses has been overwhelming at times. And we were excited and we were saying yes to everything, which was where my truth word came from. Uh, But we need help. And sort of stepping back and saying, we, we need to find some people that we trust who can do some of the work that, frankly, Danielle and I shouldn't be doing anymore because it doesn't make sense for us in our business. Uh, and that was that was hard. And I think part of that reason or sort of leads into my personal word, which was one of the biggest challenges we faced in our businesses was fear. Yeah. When you're starting out, we both gave up other jobs to start these ventures full time. And there's fear in that. There's fear that if you hire someone, you won't make enough. The clients will suddenly go away. You'll make a mistake. I mean, I could list fears all day long that I'm sure a lot of people listening have similar fears who run their own businesses. Uh, And so because making my stomach hurt. Yeah. So, you know, like I have to tell you very quickly, like my, when you, when you just start to list those things, I feel my stomach like, oh no, we don't like any of the things she's saying. Let's express ourselves. (laughs) It's true. It's scary. Uh, But I think as uh, as an entrepreneur, that's just sort of your baseline (laughs) is a little bit scared. (laughs) But that's also a motivator. So I take that. So my 2018 word, which I'm just going to say because it makes perfect sense here, is going to be fearless, which I'm incredibly excited about uh, for me because it actually brings me back to law school because that was one of the scariest decisions I ever made, giving up a full, complete other career that was doing really well to give all that up and go back to school. And I had the same word without even realizing it in law school and in taking the bar and starting over. And I sort of feel that way now. No more fear governing the business. We are going to outsource. (laughs) Exactly. And one of the big things when it comes to outsourcing is I, if people haven't figured this out, I'm a little bit of a control freak. (laughs) No. So I maybe said one time, in front of a large room of people, like you're going to have to pry things from, you know, my cold dead hands before I'm going to be 
willing to give them up. And some of that has been me working on my own mindset to realize if you find the right person, it doesn't have to be a bad experience. And I think that we've been very hyper aware during the process of making sure that we're going to find that right person who complements both of our personalities. Because we we approach things very differently. As Jamie said, we complement each other really, really well, but we also have very different approaches. I am like the hyper planner, whereas Jamie is not as much of the hyper planner. So oh, wait, wait, you, you could say it. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll put it out here. Jamie flies by the seat of her pants. <laughs> I've gotten a lot better. I do plan a lot more, but I, I am not by any stretch, what I say is my strength in planning and organizing. And that spontaneity is so important in a lot of aspects of our business. Whereas I'm going to look at something and say, I don't know, because I have to do these 37 other things first. And you're like, knock it off. And we need that. We need that balance. Right. So I think it's really important for us to, to find that person. But as you announced fearless for yourself, I'll talk a little bit about mine. And I honestly, I feel weird even admitting this in public. The first time I admitted my 2018 word, I, again, that whole sensation in my stomach thing, um, it's rich. Because one of the things that we talked about was I was dealing with mindset issues. I go into imposter syndrome really quickly. I am a mindset person and I know that about myself. But I also, if people haven't realized, do all the research and read all the books. So I've been working really hard at implementing lessons that I've learned. And I have a lot of money mindset issues. I live in that kind of, as the woo books will say, I think of lack rather than abundance. And I think it's really I've never heard that girl. I read them all. So <laughs> like, I think it's really important that for me, I need to embrace it. But as I said, I like to use multi-layered words. So yes, I'm looking at financial abundance and really embracing a more abundant mindset and not feeling this level of scarcity that I always feel like this sort of money panic because we can't outsource if I'm constantly afraid that money's not coming in because it is there. Our businesses have grown tremendously. And we, in order to keep growing, we have to hire. Like there's no way that you can keep controlling that and keep kind of thriving on that fear. But in addition to money rich, it also, I want to have rich experiences in my life. I want to be able to spend more time with my family. I want to, like, for example, Jamie and I travel a lot when we're going to conferences. We never really get to spend any time where we are. And I'd like to make a little bit more of some of those experiences and take advantage of the fact that I get to be to a place that I have, I don't think I use the right verb there, but it's okay. That I get to go to a place that I have never been to and maybe schedule myself a half day so that I can walk around and get some food. Like I really made a conscious effort to do that when I went to Boise over the summer and I just wanted some Idaho potatoes. (laughs) Like it seemed like a fun (laughs) thing and it felt so indulgent. So I wouldn't be able to have more experiences that make my life feel rich in a lot of different ways. I love that word. And I love that that dual meaning and the goal. I do that when I travel. I always give myself a half a day or a little bit of extra time that I take just to myself. And it's made a huge difference for me. I used to rush, 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 rush. I mean, where I live and that the culture of uh, the New York area where I live is constant rushing. That's all I do everywhere is overschedule, overschedule, overschedule. I'm always moving. And so when I leave this area and go to other parts of the country that don't have that feeling, it takes me a couple of days to relax into it. And so if I have that sort of on the back end or even that extra half day on the front end, it enables me to be more focused and it just gives me that a little bit of me time, which I think is 
so important and we forget about that. So I love that you're going to be doing that. I remember your, your Boise trip. The food looked really good. I was so happy because I was like, they have seven different kinds of mustard that I didn't know existed. Amazing. And in a typical past Danielle trip, I really would have sat in my room and tried to work when I wasn't doing conference things because I feel so frazzled. Like it just takes so much time for reentry. But I'm really concentrating on giving myself a different level of experience in my life so that I don't have to feel that sort of tension and understanding that, yeah, when you get home, you're going to be tired. I'm a huge introvert. Everyone on earth knows this about me who's ever met me. And I need that time to recharge. And I'm going to give it to myself because that's what I need. And I think that that to me is part of the feeling of richness and living a rich experience is giving myself what I need and kind of putting less emphasis on some of the anxiety that's fueled me in the past. I love it. We're going to have a good 2018. We really are. Let's talk a little bit more about fearless because I have just rambled on about richness for ages. So tell us a little bit more about what that's going to mean for you. For me, fearless, when it comes to our businesses, we talked a little bit of that that push-pull we had where I'm spontaneous and want to jump into everything and you tend to take a little bit more time and thinking through things. I feel like those two things, we complement each other really well because we sort of stop each other from being too spontaneous slash over planning. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes I will, when I don't jump quickly, I then give myself a chance to sort of think. And once I start that thinking process, then I sort of stop. And so I want to get past that. I want to, when jumping so fast, being so spontaneous doesn't make sense. And I need to give myself a little bit more time to think about it. I want to take fear out of that equation and really be able to objectively sit down and think about what it is that I want, what it is that makes the most sense. Because I feel like one of the issues we had in the growth of our business was just fear stopping us from doing things sooner. This podcast is a perfect example. Oh I wish my we goodness. <laughs> it should have launched. It should have launched months before it launched. Mm -hmm. It really should have. And another example is video. For me, that's 2018. You and I need to be doing more video. Yep. And we should have already started it. But a lot of that is fear. So fear for me is coming out of the equation. It's completely, I'm doing it. I'm apply I just applied to speak at a conference in New York that I thought I didn't even remotely have a chance. And in the past, I would have been like, nah, it's not even worth the time. But I just found out I got shortlisted to speak. Awesome. Yay. So fingers crossed that I get through the shortlist. But even getting to the shortlist for me was huge. So it's silly because what's, what's the downside? What's the worst thing that happens is someone says no. And that's actually not that big of a deal. So you know, it's funny because we talk about that with people so frequently. What's the worst that can happen when you're negotiating? Somebody yeah. says no. Yeah. Does it sting? Sure. But is it going to be the end of the world? No. So it's okay to hear that if you're kind of taking a chance on yourself because, oh my gosh, what's the best thing that can happen? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They say yes. And that's just such an awesome feeling. And I agree with you so much. We, I go into analysis paralysis. I have like little phrases that I use to try to appease <laughs> myself with a lot of these things. Clearly, I get very hung up on the tech side of things. That was really my biggest fear with the podcast. And that's why we have Dr. Producer Don, because I, yes. nope, it's just, <laughs> is, if I know that I don't have to do anything other than like maybe get my microphone to work every now and then when it stops, like then yes, I can deal with it. But I think that that's always been a really big factor for me is I need somebody to show me 
A through Z, how do you make the things work and do the stuff? And that's also a really big factor for us for outsourcing is yes. making sure that here's the here's the secret, guys. Jamie and I don't like to do the tech stuff. Mm-hmm. We hate it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do any of that stuff. So in the position that we're now in with our businesses where we have income coming through and again, feeling rich, not feeling that level of scarcity. I'm really working all the words into this, aren't I? Yes. Um, <laughs> then that gives us the ability to outsource so that we can achieve more of what we want to do. And I'm really excited for that. Like I see all of our words kind of interplaying throughout the year. Yeah, it's so true. I had a moment uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to my six-year-old who is getting excited and ready to perform in his holiday show. And he was a little scared. And he turned to me, he's like, what if nobody likes it? What if nobody, what if I get nervous or I don't do a great job? And I found myself saying to him, it, do- it doesn't matter. It, it, if you're proud of it and you're excited about it, that's all that matters. That's what you should be most worried about. And I, I had a moment of saying, it's okay to be scared, but don't let that stop you. And I'm like, well, I kind of need to model that for him. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and so that's sort of where my my word came from, because we're always talking to him about what's the worst thing that's going to happen is someone says no, going to talk to a group of kids he's never met before and seeing if they want to play with him. That's scary for a six-year-old. But I said, if they say no, that's okay. It doesn't have anything to do with you. And so realizing that is sort of what, you know, how my word got framed and it it just makes perfect sense for us going forward as well. I love it. Let's do something that is a little scary for us right now. (laughs) It is scary. Again, I feel sensation, which is an Alexia Vernon thing. She always says, don't call it fear, call it sensation. So that way you can (laughs) lean into it a little more easily. So, hey, Lex, thank you. Um, I'm feeling some sensation right now about telling people, but I'm really, I'm also so excited to do it. So we have a little announcement for 2018. To give you guys the background, Jamie and I go to a lot of conferences. We've probably met many of you at conferences. Would you say probably? Yeah, just a few. <laughs> just a, just a, a few. handful of the people who are listening. And <laughs> we really want to do our own event a lot. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I know. Oh, my gosh. And so one of the things that we want to do is host an event. We realize that hosting an in-person event doesn't work for a lot of people. So we are doing a virtual conference. And I feel like, Dr. Producer Don, maybe you could put a drum roll here. We or we'll just pretend a there's drum a drum roll, roll here. Yeah. He's probably like, no, you, stop it, Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be hosting a virtual conference called Scale Your Influence. And it's going to be, we're aiming for September. We'll have a lot more details to come. Our goal, it's a big one, friends. It is, we really want to take a conference that is going to give people different levels of knowledge that will help you scale your business. This is not beginner work. This is how do I start the next thing that goes beyond my influencer business and helps me grow my income. This is really learn from all of our mistakes. (laughs) Just skip, skip over all the stuff we did uh, because scaling and growing is the thing that Danielle and I think about every single day. And this is our way of saying to you, don't do what we did. Here's the way to do it right. Uh, So it definitely is for some more advanced people that are a little more advanced in their businesses. It's still, I think, good for anybody to listen to, but it will have much more advanced work being done. 
And we're going to really try to make it accessible for people so that you know if if we're talking about how to launch a subscription box, which sneak peek, we are, Mm -hmm, then you're going to know, okay, these are the skills that I need to know before I get here. And we're going to make sure it's all covered. Because to us, one of the things that we find is a lot of conferences are very foundational, which is fantastic. You need the foundation. It is critical. But once you have the foundation, you also need to know, how do I take this and do the next thing. I'm incredibly practical. So I like, I like, this is how you do something and then I'm going to go do it. And so that's the, the, the vantage point of which I think we're approaching scale your influences. You're going to walk away with to-do lists. It's not going to be something amorphous. It's going to be very real action items that you can do for all of the different subjects we're going to be covering. So excited. And of course we are going to have tons of experts who are going to come in and talk about how they've built successful businesses using the things that we are teaching. We're going to ask them for their input. I'm so excited to work on this because I know the planning that we have talked about and the people that we know we're getting involved, it's an amazing group. We have wicked smart friends. We really do. I know. It's really cool. So I'm excited we're going to be able to get to showcase a lot of them. Now, at this point, just to talk some logistics, we don't have a product page yet, but we are going to have our wait list. So if you'd like to go to businessease.com slash scale, you can sign up for our emails and that will put you onto the wait list. So you will be the very first to know when everything goes live. And again, that's businessease.com slash scale. Do you still feel scared? Because I am I feel a little better now that we talked about it. I feel awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I feel awesome. Well, thank you to everyone for listening. For the show notes, you can go to businesses.com slash episode 16. And we want to hear from you. Tell us what your 2018 word is in the Businesses HQ, which is businesses.com slash HQ. See you next week and happy new year. Oh my gosh, this is the last episode of the year. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Businesses HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.